Welcome to the Gospel Revealed Podcast. I am Michael, your host and teacher. Here at the Gospel Revealed Podcast is the place where we inspire you to study the Bible for your spiritual growth. And we believe that the Gospel is the message of the entire Bible. And we want you to grasp it for the correct understanding of God and His Word. And so today we are going to be starting a new series called The Blessed Life. The message for today is titled Blessed are the poor in spirit. We're going to start a short series called The Blessed Life. We're going to be looking at the Beatitudes from Matthew chapter 5. And this is taken from Sermon on the Mount. So let's look at the context of the book in general. You know, the book of Matthew revealed Jesus as the Messiah, the long-awaited Messiah from of old. This book was specifically written to a Jewish audience. Matthew was persuading his audience of who Jesus is, that Jesus is the son of David, the promised anointed son of David over Israel, and the fulfillment of the promise made to Abraham. And so this is what the book is all about. The main theme is Jesus is the Messiah. He is the king. And so in on the Sermon on the Mount, the king, the Messiah, gives his authoritative message and a call to radical living. Basically, an identity of a true disciple of the king. And so our verses for today is from Matthew Chapter 5, verses 1 to 3. And so, Father, as we look into your word, I pray that you help us to trust in you. And as we are about to look at amazing truths, that you will impact our lives, transform us, God, and change us. So let your will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name. So, Matthew Five verses 1 to 3. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Here we see Jesus seeing the multitudes, and then it says, He went up a mountain to teach them. You see, the location of the sermon is near Capernaum, basically some hills northwest of the town, which has a beautiful view overlooking the Sea of Galilee. Notice the verse says, he sat down and his disciples came to him. You see, sitting down is a position of a teacher in first century Jewish culture which is different to us 
in our culture today, our teachers will stand. But in the case of them, the teacher will sit, the rabbi. Jesus was a rabbi, and so he sat down. That means he's ready to teach. His disciples came to him to be taught by the Messiah. And then there was the crowds. Those were the ones who were curious, but also some of them have different agendas. Some of them don't necessarily trust Jesus. They don't see him as the Messiah, but they came to listen to Jesus because he's always got amazing things to say. Jesus, the king, revealed the life of a disciple in God's kingdom. Why is living in this present kingdom? You see, these verses, these beatitudes, it's how his disciples are to live in this reality, in this world we are living. And here it tells them, Verse 3, it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. But let's stop there. What does blessed mean? In the Greek, it's translated happiness. And in this context, happiness is not affected by circumstance like how we see it in our daily lives you know the secular understanding of being happy is about what happened to you but in this context it's not about that it speaks of peace and inner joy despite your circumstance jesus's audience mindset is of physical and material wealth they were waiting for the promised Messiah to free them from the oppression from the Romans and to bring prosperity, peace and wealth back. Just like the days of old. Just like the days of David. You see, they have earthly mindsets of physical time and space. Their concept of human power and importance based on the physical realms. You see, most Christians are like those of the first century Jews Jesus was speaking to. They associate blessedness or happiness with physical and material wealth. Worst of it all, they believe that if you don't have material wealth, you're not blessed. It's an indication of lack of faith or you are living a sinful life. It is the current popular prosperity theology rampant in the churches today. But here Jesus is saying the opposite. You see, the problem with physical blessedness is very earthly and the mindset of strong faith to blessing is legalism of human merit believing that my faith has given me all these things and physical blessing is actually the blessing from God you see Jesus comes and demolishes their warped mindset and ours of blessedness 
the divine view, the godly view of blessedness is spiritual. But also God's free grace to those who believe. The blessing Jesus is speaking about is beyond the temporal human mindset. It has to do with things of heavenly realm in the coming age. But there is a foretaste in this life. You see, our greatest need is spiritual, not material. The mindset of Jesus was totally different to people who were materialistic, to people who were earth-focused, to people who were focused on the physical. But the godly mindset is utterly different and is absolutely better. Let's look at how the Amplified Version explains what bless blessing is to be blessed by god matthew 5 verse 3 the amplified version it says happy to be envied and spiritually prosperous with life joy and satisfaction in god's favor and salvation regardless of their outward condition you see having peace of mind it's blessing from God because that is something of an infinite value. You cannot buy peace, joy from the shop. And true blessings are those things. But it's far way better than that. You see, the ones who are blessed by God are poor in spirit. It says, blessed are the poor in spirit. This was a real challenge to Jesus' audience. They were not thinking that being blessed, you should be poor in spirit. You see, Jesus tells the state of mind of a genuine disciple that a genuine disciple are poor in spirit. There are people who are poor in spirit. You see, the key to enter the kingdom of heaven is spiritual poverty being aware that you are not able to save yourself but people get it all wrong remember one point in jesus ministry a rich young ruler once asked jesus what must i do to enter the kingdom of god you see what disqualifies that rich young man was his self-righteousness Thinking that he's spiritually rich. Thinking that he's spiritually well off. But that's not the key. That's not the access to God's kingdom. The way you enter God's kingdom is to be poor in spirit. But what does that mean though? In the original language, poor translates to extreme poverty. In other words... You are a beggar. Let's look at it like this. It's like a beggar who doesn't have absolutely anything to eat. Nowhere to live. And a king comes and offer them everything that they need. And to rescue them from their poverty. Because they've come to the end of themselves, they don't have absolutely nothing. They know that they are absolutely bankrupt. 
they will be willing to accept the king's offer. They will be willing to enter the king's kingdom and to be his subject. But on the flip side, if you are a king in your own kingdom, you will need a king. You see, pride is not the access, but those who are beggars and know that they are spiritually bankrupt are the ones who will enter God's kingdom. It's absolutely strange. And this just turned everything upside down for Jesus' audience. But it's the same for us because living in such a materialistic, consumeristic culture, we view blessedness as something of material wealth. But that's not what it is in the kingdom of God. Also to note, being poor in spirit does not mean being weak or nervous or don't have any courage. The point of being poor in spirit is to be humble, have humility or a complete absence of pride and of self-assurance. And this is all in light of knowing who you are in the presence of God. So why God respond to those who are poor in spirit? Is it because God just like victims and this fearless ego? No, no, no. It's because spiritual bankrupt people have the right view of themselves. They are not deluded. They are not irrational. They know that they are spiritually corrupt in the presence of a perfect God. But you may think that God has let them off the hook just because they acknowledge their correct state. In a way, that's true. But it's more than that. You see, God is perfect. God is holy. And the entire human race is in rebellion because of sin. And sin had to be dealt with before anyone is allowed into his kingdom. It's not because you are poor in spirit, you are humble, can give you access to God. In one sense, that's true. But then, what makes it possible? What makes it possible for God to give you that access and not to violate his holiness? It's the beauty of the gospel. The gospel is the access to God's kingdom. The gospel made it possible by the substitution of God's son for us. I love the way how 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9 puts it. It says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. What a beautiful verse. We see the swap happening there. God had to make his son poor. Jesus Christ left heaven all his glory so that you and I will have access to God. Jesus Christ, the eternal son, left heaven, born into a poor family. He became a curse on the cross, died a criminal's death for those who are sinners and deserve death. But then on the third day, 
God raised him from the dead. He's alive today and he gives eternal life to those who believe. That's the beauty of the gospel. And so because of Jesus taking our place, when we come to that realization that we cannot save ourselves, we don't think highly of ourselves, that we need God, that we need a savior, then the kingdom of God is ours. It is for us to enter in. God made Jesus sin so that sinners will have access to his kingdom. Knowing that salvation only comes to those who accept that their, their poor state and believe in Jesus. The gospel is beautiful. The gospel is what we need. The gospel is the power unto salvation into God's kingdom. It's absolutely amazing. Listen to this verse in from James 2 verse 5. It says, Listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom? You see, God gives special access to those who are poor in this world into his glorious kingdom. That's what it is. Those who are rich will find it difficult to enter God's kingdom because... Oftentimes, there are people who are prideful and they're not even willing to enter God's kingdom because they are already kings and queens in their own kingdom. And so, God is close to those who are humble and He gives grace to them and they easily see God for who He is and they actually accept their state of bankruptcy. So in closing, why should you be poor in spirit in a world that tells you to be sovereign and beyond king or queen? Well, because of the gospel of God and your inheritance in Christ. He gives you the grace to be humble, not of yourselves, but God so despite the temptations and opposition, you have been rescued to live a humble life, showing that your king is not of this world and the kingdom that you are going. So the kingdom of God is yours and you are blessed. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope it has been helpful, but also a blessing to you. If you have any questions about the message, please email at thegospelrevealedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on all major podcasting platforms. You can subscribe to our podcast, but also if you leave us a review, It will give the podcast an opportunity to reach as many people out there. Thank you. Till the next time. Bye.